my savage ladies and gentlemen or should i say ghouls and gals <sighs> welcome to the first installment of the x-rated experience podcast For those of you that are tuning in for the first time, hello, and I hope you survive this experience. For those of you who's been with me since day one, for those of you who has listened to me since day one, you will know that... uh, Around this month, we have the 31 Dates from Hell. Now, with all the 31 Dates from Hell, you new ones are asking, well, the 31 Dates from Hell is when all month of October, we go over pretty much the 31 worst first dates from hell. This year, we're doing a little different. I just don't want the first dates. I want the worst parents. Yes, and I do mean those parents from hell. I want the one night stands from hell. I want the weddings from hell. I want it all. And I'm going to give it all to all of my awesome, awesome, savage ladies and gentlemen. Ah, did it again. Gal, ghouls, and gals, I should say. So, before we get started, I must introduce myself. For those who don't know me, I am the Savage God. My sidekick, the man behind the buttons, the man behind the mask, Sam. Really? Really? You couldn't, you, you just couldn't like give some like boo or something. You know what, Sam? You wear a mask. 365 days out of the year so whatever you're spooky all the time anyway so i guess you you don't need that aesthetic it just naturally bleeds from your eyes i guess i don't fucking know you're getting out of character okay you know what all right start stop stop the music and start start the fight start it there you go all right my man okay (laughs) anyway what was that See, we like to have fun here at the X-Rated Experience Podcast. Conspicuous by her absence is our producer, Savage Chris, who's on a medical leave right now. So, got her some slack. She's going to miss the first installment, but it's okay. We just hope she has a speedy, speedy recovery and comes right back to us. I am just over the moon because, A, the month of October has my favorite favorite 
favorite fucking holiday ever, which is Halloween. And I am recording this on my baby's birthday today. No, she's not my baby no more. She's 14 years old, but happy birthday, Kay. I love you. Daddy will always love you. Uh, to my last dying breath and to my last beating heart. I will always love you. I promise you that. So, with that being said, you guys didn't come here to hear the banter between me and Sam. Yes, you did. I know you did. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> you guys came here to hear stories. Before we get into the awesome, savage, savage stories here, I want my savage ghouls and gals to do something for me. No, I don't need you to send me money or no shit like that. No, I want you to think. Think about what you do for coping mechanisms. Think about what you do to get through a mental health crisis. Think about what you do to get through a trigger that's been pulled either by something you saw or someone you're with or a friend, whatever. Just think about all the things, the good places, the safe places, the the places that makes you feel warm and and fuzzy down in your tum-tum. Now, are any of those masturbation? If it is, it's cool. Like some of us, you know, do that, and some of us has other things. I, you know, the sex hound I am. I don't. I, I don't. I couldn't. When I was depressed, I didn't. I couldn't even think about masturbation. But some of us not only think about masturbation, but break records. What do I mean? You'll find out soon. Samuel. Let's feed these ghouls and gals with the first of many stories of Devil's Night. See you when you come back. I'm Emma, 26-year-old female, and back in my mid-teens I was severely depressed. I became addicted to masturbation as a coping method. I once orgasmed 83 times in one day. I wish I was exaggerating. Savage, I'm telling you right here and now. I literally spent the entire day in bed masturbating. Well minus the bathroom breaks, of course. 83 times i this is why i say i am jealous of women sometimes when it comes to the orgasm thing because they can just have them back to back boom 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 if a man has if if a, like me for example if i come 83 times i'm in a coma for the next four days don't what the fuck like <laughs> and i hope you ate something 
my savage goddess. I really hope you ate something because, yeah. And I know depression. Depression is a motherfucker. 83 times. That is a record. I hope you call Guinness on that one. Jeez. Louise Victor Ortiz. I can only wish and hope. I can only wish and hope one day. I, I probably won't because I'm getting older. So, But, I don't know. My sex drive still as high as it could never be. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah. Kudos. Brava, as they say. Brava. <laughs> ah, that's crazy. Sam, what kind of porn are you into? Ah, don't tell me. <laughs> like you would say it anyway on the air. You wouldn't. Actually, you never told me. I've never asked you. I'm just asking you to bust your balls here a little bit because, you know, we all have our favorites. I, um, I, I don't know. I'm exploring. I, I didn't, I haven't really, see, when women masturbate, Sam, I know this is crazy. This is, I'm, don't worry, I'm going somewhere with this. When women masturbate, they sometimes take the time to show themselves love. They will light candles, run a bat. They will fucking set a whole fucking evening up. Men, we, you know, most men masturbate like they fuck. They just do it for the nut, for the release, for the relief. No. So that's why I'm so glad I got, that's why my stamina is so high. Because I got into loving myself when I masturbate. You know what I'm saying? I don't run over, I can't, I'm too tall for a bath. So I, I take a nice hot shower. I spray some cologne on me just to get ass naked and masturbate. And it doesn't matter because... I've been exploring what uh, type of porn, you know, like different porns. Like right now, I have been watching porn in like from Istanbul and and Ghana. I didn't even know these countries had their own porn. Like, didn't I? I thought they were. I thought only like Europeans and Americans were disgusting, filthy savages and perverts. <laughs> Which is awesome. I embrace it. Y'all should embrace who y'all are. Like, I love it. I thought only us, we were like, no, no, no. The, the sexual open-mindedness is everywhere. So, hey, I, I don't even care if you can't speak the language. If you ever get a chance to watch some of these foreign porn flicks, videos, movies, whatever, do it. It'll blow your mind because if you watch porn, sometimes you already know what's happening. Well, the title actually tells you what's happening and you can just put the story together yourself. But man, that is crazy. That is crazy. So, but you know, sometimes I feel like some porns take it too far. And I'm not talking about the rape fantasies or what you probably would see on the dark web. Sam, stop doing, stop going on there on my computer too. I know that's you. But no, I'm talking about Sometimes porns give you instructions. The type of instructions you say? Well, let's have our next door fill in those blanks for us. Sam, if you will. Once when I was about 15, I was watching a jerk-off instruction video, and I'm gonna be honest. 
I found it really kinky that she was telling me what to do, and really got into it. She tells me to speed up, I speed up, she tells me to edge, I edge, she tells me to put something up my ass, I put an orange highlighter up my ass, and the lid comes loose in my rectum. Yeah. I, I'm wondering, so did you get it out, the, the piece of the marker out yourself, or did you like, you know, go to the ER? Because, hey, man, if you went to the ER, man, hey, kudos to you. Because I would not have gone to the fucking ER with that shit going on at all. So fucking kudos to you. Because, yeah, nah, no, not my thing, but, uh, I don't know. I just, you know, my rule is, you know, nothing in my ass. I mean, hey, if you want to eat my ass, knock yourself out. But as soon as I feel your tongue penetrate a finger penetrate i'm gonna kick you in the nose <laughs> i don't know why it's just i know why because i don't like it it's a reaction so don't get mad at me for kicking you in the nose i told you nothing up or in lick around i don't know fucking know to tell you you know like i don't ask to have my ass licked some people are into it and i don't yuck anyone's yum and nor do i kick anyone's kink so yeah to each his own on that one <laughs> so <laughs> so that's yeah so but no i hope you recuperated and i hope you're all right i really do because yeah man hey y'all keep playing with that anal cavity if you want things are not supposed to go up they're supposed to be pushed out we all gonna get old someday things will come back on our ass <laughs> get it full circle on your ass <laughs> Alright. Sam, you know I always say that I don't feel like that human beings should call anyone ugly. I don't give a fuck how they look, what type of deformity they have, or whatever the case may be uh, with a being. Like, you should never ever call anyone ugly because there is literally, and I mean literally, someone out there for someone like it's someone out there for everybody trust and believe like there's literally hot gorgeous chicks that loves for someone to puke in their mouth or shit on their chest so when you call someone ugly the only ugly person in that room is you and your energy and aura because no one's ugly, and there is someone for everyone. If you don't believe me, <laughs> check this story out. So I am a hot 21-year-old female, and my kink is a little different from the generic standards some might say, I'm sexually attracted to older, fat, balding, and hairy men which has led to me sleeping with a couple of my friend's dads. And my savage gals and ghouls, I rest my case. Again, even when you're fat and balding, there are those young, rambunctious ladies that still wants to bounce up and down your cock. On your cock. Should finish that. <laughs> okay? That young lady right there just probably gave 
most of the listeners I got, I have a fighting chance. So go ahead, get that divorce. There's someone for you. <laughs> it's not too late. I'm serious. It's not too late. I might be chuckling, but it's not too late. Okay. You have nothing to worry about. Just hopefully there's an app or something that helps you find uh, women like that quicker. Because, uh, you know, Craigslist Casual Encounters is gone. It's been gone for years now. <laughs> I know it's probably just underground or some dumb shit like that. But, hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So, it's... I hope you guys are enjoying... So far. Because I am. And... I hope... That those of us that are in a relationship with someone, that their partner is loyal as fuck. Because not only did this person gain my respect, they, I'm not even with this person. I don't know this person. I've never seen this person. But if I do, she... They need to know that they have my undying loyalty to them because they are a true ride or fucking die. Why do I say all this? Savage God, why do you say all this? Well, shut up. (laughs) Shut up. And listen to our next door. Samuel. I gave a guy a blowjob for $300 so I could afford to take my ex-boyfriend out on our one-year anniversary, and here is the fucked up thing about that one, Savage. This asshole didn't even want to go in the end. A ride or fucking die. I bet when you look at the term ride or die in whatever dictionary that that term is in, <laughs> that person's picture is right there, smiling, with Hopefully, like, and if he all of a sudden just didn't want to go or just was an asshole, he does not appreciate you. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. Don't fuck him. Just leave him because he does not appreciate you or your sacrifice. You probably probably didn't tell him. And that's a communication problem because if you can't tell him, then who can you tell? (laughs) Like, like, you I mean, you don't have to tell them. It's your choice. But, I mean, I would want to know if, you know, my woman that I've been with for a year was out there sucking dick just to, just for us to, like, just for her to afford to go somewhere that I always wanted to go to. Like, come on now. But, like I said, ride or die. <laughs> Sam, can we please give her a round of applause? And your your partner, your guy, your dude there, I would like to say you are the first, sir. You are the first. You should be proud because you are going to be a first here on the X-Rated Experience Podcast edition because you have won the 
award because for you not appreciating her and her sacrifice that makes you a fucking dickhead so drink it in man drink it in <sighs> now my savage gals and ghouls it's very I mean, in my uh, generation, anyway, um, and past generations before mine, uh, it was very, very rare that we were so open, uh, not open, but we discovered our sexualities at a young age. Very rare. Um, I feel like I discovered my sexuality at a young age, uh, uh, but that's a whole different story, and going to get into that on like another whole episode but it's very rare you know and sometimes we don't know it like pretty much the traditional stereotypical uh ways of forming uh the standards and practices of society that you know my generation and generations before mine grew up was hey boy meets girl boy uh mary's girl boy has you know it, you know boy girl boy girl boy girl they didn't talk about boy boy girl girl no they didn't talk about all that we had to become except luckily with my generation uh it took some time for the men but when it came to uh you know the women it was a little bit a little bit not a lot a little bit more uh, open-minded and accepting because that's always because some dudes just thought they were going to get a threesome no you asshole they don't want you at all but uh hopefully the next generation is more way more inclusive and open uh, from what i'm seeing it we're getting there we're all getting there so, uh, and why do I bring up discovering your sexuality at a young age? Because this person's story showed me that I wasn't the only one. And with no further ado, Samuel, would you please? As a child growing up, I was very horny. I am a sexy and thick 23-year-old woman now. I learned about my sexuality at a young age, and I now know that it is very common for children to masturbate without knowing what they are doing. They just know it feels different. I grew up thinking I was strange. Because at first I didn't know, but I soon learned, and watched porn from the third grade until now. I can honestly say that there is no surface in my childhood home that I had not humped. The stairs, the fridge, the counter, the microwave once, the figurines we had around the house you name it, and I would grind my fat ass pussy on it. It is odd because I do not have that high of a sex drive now. I do masturbate a lot more than I have sex, but nothing too frequently. I envy you. In a good way though, because like I said, that's, that's dope. That's dope. And you're absolutely right when, like, we're... We're kids, and we're at that formidable age where we don't know uh, what we're doing, but we know it feels different. And for it, like, and and I hate the fact. I hate the fact that uh, most parents, all I see, um, pretty much now, I'm hearing it, it's different types of parents out there that actually uh, don't shame the kid for touching themselves in public or catching them masturbating at an early age. 
They don't shame them. They sit down and they talk to them and they tell them, hey, okay, that's normal, but, uh, you know, have some decency about you. That's your, that's your, your private area. And only a doctor, while I'm in the room, not while, uh, cause I'm not, I'm, I'm gonna turn my back, but <laughs> while I'm in the room, can touch down there, check down there, uh, you know, see if anything wrong or whatever. But that's, that's only for a white coat. Only, and I mean a doctor at the hospital while a parent is in the room until you're 18 or unless you don't want me to know something. So you told, you know, tell me to leave. So uh, don't shame the kid, especially if the kid doesn't know any better. And if the kid is doing it at an age where they should know better, then, you know, it's, it's time to sit down and have an actual talk. Still, it's never too late to have a talk. Okay? Don't shame. Talk. Teach. So they can progress and evolve. Okay? So, I respect this story. I really do. And with me respecting this story, my gals and ghouls, we are going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we will have more of Devil's Night Stories here on the X-Rated Experience Podcast. See you soon. My savage ladies and gentlemen, it is time Tip of the day. I hope you are enjoying Devil's Night. They're at the X-Rated Experience Podcast because I know I am. Spooky fun. Spooky fucking fun. Now, but... We can't just be all about the spooky fun. We gotta be also about keeping our mental health in check. I'm dropping this. There we go. So, I'm gonna give you some awesome, awesome tips on how to keep up the relationship care. And this is for those partners who want to thrive in their relationships. Trust me, believe it's also for us single people. Now, with no further ado, let your savage god. <laughs> Go ahead and give you some tips. So you can go ahead and, uh, you know, like I said, these are suggestions as well. If you want to utilize them, utilize them. If you don't, then fuck it. (laughs) It is all a choice. Life is about choices. The ones we make and the ones we don't make. So, with that being said, 
first step, spend some time in nature together. Enjoy beauty. Too, too many of us spend our time looking at nature in our phones while we're standing right there in fucking nature. Is that what we want to do? Is that is that the life that we want to live? Some of you are probably saying yes, because, yeah, you're, you're pretty much a fucking dickhead. Nobody wants to be a dickhead. Nobody. Well, maybe you, because you are one. But get off the phones, put them in your pocket, leave them in the car, leave them at home. Spend some time with your partner. Enjoy nature together. Prioritize sex. Get it in where you fit in. If you got kids and they in the fucking way, then you got to go back to like your old high school days where you used to have to sneak and get something when your mama and them fell asleep or it was a half a day or some shit like that. Like, get it in where you fit in, people. All right? Get it fucking in where you fit in. Okay? Lunch break. Boom. Bend over. Let me get that pussy. Mm, bow, bow. Or let me get that ass. Or let me get that mouth. Whichever. Floats your boat. Kicks your wand. Whatever. I don't even think that's... <laughs> I don't even think kick your wand is a saying. Um, next is apologize when you mess up. Too many of us, does we don't take accountability. Okay? It takes time for us to accept the fact that we have to actually... Uh, when we mess up, take accountability because since we were kids, we were always trying to place the blame on someone else, especially if you have siblings. I ain't do it. He did it. No, I ain't do it. Or trying to clean shit up when you fuck up. Like it's it's imprinted in our mind as kids to cover up, lie, and hide the fucked up shit that we do, did, or. Okay, next one is be curious. Be fucking curious. How was your day? Oh, they got a hobby. Oh, what's this? Ask questions. That's another form of communication, basically. Communication is the end all, be all, top priority ingredient to have in a successful relationship. All right, next is don't let your problems fester. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm guilty of that one a lot. Uh, hey, but don't let that snowball grow. Don't, it's, 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 hey, that snowball keeps rolling down the hill, rolling down the hill, rolling down the hill, and it's going bigger and bigger and bigger. Next thing you know, you got a big-ass ball coming down on your ass. Next thing you know, y'all fighting, cursing each other out, saying shit that's going to fuck up. Like, it's just, just going to fuck up the future. It's It's too much. Just don't let it fester. If you if you have a problem, right then and there, say something. Right then and there, or or if you want to process it, don't wait seven fucking weeks. Take your time, breathe and stop for real, and then go back and give it what you got. Shout out Q Tip. <laughs> Next is know your negative cycle. This again, one of those other things that. Uh, took a long time, a long, long time for me to get. But I have been working on it. I have gotten it. And I am always trying to smack it out the park and break these cycles. 
break it. Fucking break it. It's worth it, trust me. Uh, another one is know how to interrupt your negative cycle, which pretty much just coincides with what I just said. Just uh, learn yourself, know yourself, know the cycle, study the cycle, and destroy the cycle, okay? Be a student of the game. Don't just watch the fucking game. <laughs> All right, and we got another one here. Know how to... Oh, wait, I said that one. My, um, I apologize. <laughs> another one here is meet each other's attachment needs. That can be a little fucking annoying because, you know, I can be going through something that day, and now next thing you know, you need to be hugged, held, booty rubbed, and all this extra shit, and I'm like, so I just got ripped my final write-up today. One more write like there is no more write-ups. Next thing I do, I'm fired. You want me to do all this shit? Nobody <laughs> got time for that. <laughs> all right. All right. Next one is Be a team. Yes. There is an I in relationship. There you know what else? There's an I in divorce. Okay? Different ways that you guys will go in after the divorce. There's an I in that shit too. <laughs> because you wasn't a team. Stop looking out for self. There's no more me, 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 me anymore once you decide to be, be in a relationship or to be a, uh, one with someone. Okay? Be a team. Okay? It's, that's pretty self-explanatory. Like, she, fuck, she fucking killed doing the dishes because I emptied the dishwasher so she could have room to put those dishes up in there. Like, some shit like that. Be a fucking team. Okay? <laughs> this is one of my favorites right here. Do things together. Awesome. Do things apart. Because don't nobody wants to... Like, if you're around your partner too fucking much, y'all gonna get stale and sick of each other. Unless y'all found some secret magic bean or uh, key to the uh, relationship uh, lifestyle that others don't know and you're not sharing it with anybody else, like the government and the cure for cancer, then have some you time. It's good to have some you time. It makes the absence is true. If you have a solid relationship, absence makes the heart grow fonder, which when you guys see each other, it will be more awesome and the sex will be better because you missed each other. All right? Just come home. Bend over each ass. Uh, all that. All that. All that shit. <laughs> all that shit. Okay? Now, I'm all hitting the mic. <laughs> so, next one is... drum roll I was going to do anyway <laughs> this next one is lots of empathy and validation uh, let me say it again lots of empathy and validation what does that mean if you don't know what empathy means go back to your high school and smack every whatever teacher was there uh, when you were in high school smack their ass because they didn't teach you empathy. And I'm not going over it because that's not a part of the tips. So look it up. Google is your friend. So 
just just have it. Even if you can't feel or put yourself in that, like, you know, if you can't, if you've never been through uh, anything your partner is going through, just try, try. So, uh, you know, and a lot of partners, and with the validation, a lot of partners need reassurance that you love them, that they're not fat, that their cooking is good, that your dick's big, that your sex is great. A lot of people need validation. The ones that don't care are on their way to breaking up soon. So don't worry about your friend's relationship. Worry about yours. I'm too busy to see if the grass is greener on the other side because I am tending to my own. All right? So, and last but not least, okay? Be intentional with words and actions. Now, I'm going to say that again. Be intentional with words and actions. Don't fucking double speak. Double speaking means double talk. Say one thing, but really mean another thing. Don't lie with the truth. A lot of people lie with the truth. A lot of people lie with the fucking truth. Because they will take a snippet of the truth, place it in front of the lie, say the snippet of the truth first, then come with the lie after, but you already have you you and while you're sitting there holding your unit or vagina titties or whatever you're holding on to to batten down the hatches of this argument <laughs> storm that's about to come uh and uh just and pretty much just fuck you all up gaslight like just keep it a hundred just keep it a hundred forever and always okay so with all of that being said my Savage gals and ghouls. You may return to the rest of the X-Rated Experience Podcast. Devil's Night. Stay spooky. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you got something for them tips, my gals and ghouls. I hope you got something for them tips. Now, speaking of tips, here's another tip. If you're out there and you're having sexual relations, make sure you strap up. And if you don't, that's cool too. It's your choice. But know the consequences or know the partner. Okay? Be cool with the consequences and know the partner. Alright, if it's somebody you trust, get, throw that fucking condom out the window. But, if you're just fucking and fucking and fucking, you might want to strap that up. Alright? But, when you do strap it up, remember this. Sometimes it can be a slippery slide. Or, a slippery slope. I'll let this next story make you understand better. I had drunk sex and a week later I found a condom inside of me. Now I'm worried as fuck, and that's mainly due to not knowing the guy's name. Jeez. Jeez. Be lucky you ain't get fucking toxic shock syndrome from that fucking condom being in you for that long time. And how deep is your vagina? Um, (laughs) 
because oh how big was that dick because it was in there it, it 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 had to be in there like it had to be in there jeez oh oh yeah I I need to know the conclusion like were you pregos or was it just a false alarm or again like I said you're lucky you didn't get fucking toxic shock syndrome jeez I ladies oh gentlemen the condom slide off. It can be up your anus. It can be down in your vagina. Make sure you check yourselves. Make sure you say, hey, the condoms are, like, just, just, just check. Make sure everything's all good after. Okay? All right. Because just wearing a condom is only half the battle. Wearing a condom is only half the battle. You got to make sure it doesn't break. You got to make sure it doesn't slip off. You got to make sure they don't take it off. All right? All right. <laughs> Now, Sam, I love nerds. I fucking adore nerds. I really fucking do. Why do I say that? You're looking at me crazy. Like, hey, why did you say that? I'll tell you why I said that. After this story. Jacked off my first boyfriend on the bus back from a math team meet in sophomore year. You really have no idea how horny nerds can be. Even when I was in high school, I might have been on the football team, good looking, all that other good stuff, but I still dated the nerd for reasons. You can, yeah, just, oh my God. Nerd, even, nerd, nerd chicks have even taught me things about kinks that I've never known. Like, oh, most hot chicks are pillow princesses. Trust and believe, like, it's very rare that you find a hot, beautiful chick that is super fucking kinky and freaky as you but yeah you you throw a rock you will hit four nerds <laughs> and all of them have a special kink and can teach you some shit trust and believe that trust and believe <laughs> um so on in other savage news let me just go ahead and put a boundary down like if you're uh, a friend or if you're in my circle and like you you decide to do something at my savage palace uh again i call it a palace because it's a home and it's my home so if anything were to happen in my home say destruction defacing defouling anything of mine that i purchased or was gifted uh you should let me know immediately. Because if you don't let me know, I wear a size 13 shoe. I have no, 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 no problems turning this size 13 sideways. And as my good, good, good friend Dwayne used to say, sticking it straight up your candy ass. All right. And this story is a prime example of what will get my size 13 shoe stuck straight up your candy ass. Sam. My first sexual experience was with a close friend. He and I was making out have you over our mutual friend's house. So as things are steaming up I decide to go down and suck his tasty thick dick. I then ended up throwing up all over a pillow. 
This was after his dick went too far down my throat. Sam, I want to start off by saying this for the first time ever. Getting a double whammy here. Sweetie, honey, if you were able to get that pussy aid while your husband was watching TV by one of his quote-unquote friends, then bravo for you. Because it's obviously this idiot does not care nor appreciate you. Because if you were gone and for more than, if you had to pee, so I'd give, well, chicks take a little longer, so I give it eight minutes, nine, ten tops. <laughs> First of all, I wouldn't even get, I don't, I wouldn't even care how long you're in the bathroom. Why is he still waiting at the door? Like, I'm like, hey man, what you doing? All right, she, you, you took it up. All right, come on, man, the game on. That's what you doing? Come on. The fuck? So, your husband gets the award, gets the award, because obviously he doesn't appreciate you no more, and yes, you can do better. And the friend gets the award, because he is not a fucking friend, obviously, fucking. So they both get the... They fucking did it. Award. That was so nice. Since it's two of them, I gotta say it twice. They both get the they fucking did it. award. Okay. I would kill. I, I, oh man, that's. Uh, is, is, uh, is everyone trying to round me up? And I'm not even in the situation. Jeez. That's crazy. You know what else really grinds my gears? Well, not grind my gears. You know, you want to know what perplexes me? When a chick uses other people's things for masturbation purposes. And this goes for dildos, rose, whatever. Get your own. They got payment plans and shit out. And even if you don't get your own, like, I hope you like cleaning it or like putting a condom on it. I don't. I only don't get the chicks that put condoms on their own sex toys unless they know that they give it to their friends. <laughs> what was that? Or let their friends borrow it. Okay, but shouldn't you clean that first? But even if you clean it, you let somebody else borrow it. I get why you weren't putting a condom on it, but you know, it's, it's, if, if nobody else is using it but you, what's what the fuck is the point? What the fuck is the point? There is none. I don't. Is it going to mess up the pH balance? Or like. I need to know. Please let me know. Because. And another thing. If. Someone. Utilizes something of mine. I'm going to. Take this size 13. Turn that some bitch sideways. And stick it straight up. Their candy ass. Samuel. Let them. Hear why I say the things that I say. My husband and I went to go see his friend in New York. We argued the majority of the road trip there. So when we finally get there, I tell him I have to go to the bathroom. He just snaps at me and yells, Your crybaby ass can wait until we get upstairs. 
When he did that something snapped in me, and I let go of my marriage right at that moment. I already decided as soon as we get back home. I'm done with this marriage. We then headed upstairs to his friend's place. Next thing I know a tall, sexy, and well put together man opens the door. My mouth almost dropped open. I think my husband introduced us. I'm not sure I couldn't stop looking at his print. As soon as we get in the door, my husband runs right to the television to watch whatever game is playing. So I asked his friend to use the bathroom, and his friend says sure let me show you the way. He takes me upstairs, and finally I get to relieve myself. I finished up, and started to leave out of the bathroom. The guy pushes me back inside the bathroom, and starts to just eat my pussy. While my husband was downstairs watching the game. I never came so hard in my life. I loved every moment of pleasure that we shared. You see? You see? If you throw up on my pillowcases, on my sheets, on my floor. Yeah, let me know immediately, please. I, I, you, you, you gotta have the word with all, man. Know your throat. Know your pussy. Know how much dick you can take. Even if, and if you want to try to take on something bigger, do that shit at your house. Do that shit at your place. Find a hotel. Find a car. What the fuck ever. Don't be in there thinking you can deep throat 13 inches and you can't, fucker. Okay? What the fuck? Ew. Like, you know how many chicks puke on my... I'm not a size 13, by the way. But I, no. <laughs> fuck no. Okay? Not a size 13. I am... Don't worry about what I am. Let's just say I'm not a 6 either. I'm not a 6. I'm nowhere below 6. I am above 7. Let's just keep it there. Um, but I digress. Uh, know your throat. Know your vagina. Okay? Know your throat and know your vagina. Know how deep it can go and know how deep you can take. Because you want to fuck up your insides. And you want to fuck up your windpipe. <laughs> and then you fucked up my pillowcases on my sheets. And now you, you and him will never, ever come the fuck over my house again, you fucking assholes. Oh, I got myself riled up for that. I, I did. I did. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying because that's gross. Like, don't do that. I hate. Th I, I'm smelling the baloney now. I am smelling the baloney now. Every chick that threw up on my dick, they throw up smelled like fucking baloney. I hate that. I hate that. You know what? You, just next door. Next door. I can't even do a thing. Next story. <laughs> I used to use my stepmother's toothbrush with a plastic bag over the head to masturbate. Things went well until she kinda caught me. I was pretty sure she didn't see anything until she bought a new toothbrush. Fuck, I'm cringing so hard right now. Yeah, I don't... I don't, man. See, and this is weird. This is, this is where the devil standard comes in. Because if I walk in and, like, it's my... It's my like one of my daughters like masturbate. I'm going to fall to my knees and cry. I'll probably be crippled. I can't move. I'm going to cry so fucking hard. I don't want to see that shit. 
I don't care. I am not ignorant to the fact that I know my daughters will one day lose their virginity and have be having sex or just be as fucking perverted as I am. I know this, but I don't care because I'm not going to think nor believe it. I don't care. I don't care if I'm a grandfather and, okay, and immaculate conception. That's how they fucking got here. <laughs> but my son, boy, what the, lock the door. I'm going to just walk out. I will be okay because I was a young man myself and we are perverts. And I'm finding out, obviously, women were too. <laughs> they just hid it better than we did. <laughs> and on that note, my savage gals and ghouls, I have been your savage god. <laughs> I hoped... And I pray, yeah, I can't say that. I hope and I wish nothing but the best for you guys. And I hope you enjoy the first installment of Devil's Night. Here at the X-Rated Experience Podcast. Be safe. Stay healthy. Stay scary and always, always make sure that you stay savage. Until next time, love you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, please. Please give a round of applause to our master and leader of this glorious evening, the morning star, you Excuse me, this is me and my girl's first time here at Devil's Night, and we were just wondering. What should we expect? This is your first time? There's a lot of screaming, blood, phobics. Lots and lots of phobics. Do like the phobics? Fuck yeah. Hey look baby here is my plan. Let's go to the car and get super high. Then we can enjoy them scaring us. Play some games, and get on some rides. Then later maybe you can eat me, and I can swallow you. 
I like that plan my sexy IG mom. Besides I heard on that podcast, that this place will leave us with nightmares for weeks, maybe even years. The host said it's one hell of an experience.